This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. Tonight, we discuss Tiffany's surprise HOH. Is she prepared to sacrifice Claire if required? Or will she let the cookout go up in flames? We also discuss the double eviction. With only six remaining, will the cookout be successful in their bid to final six? But first, please welcome your hosts, Adam and Fatty. I totally screwed up that intro. With only six remaining, will they, well, obviously, if hi, everyone. Um, you're muted. Sorry, I forgot. Okay. Um, I'm Adam and I'm joined by Fatty. I just realized I made a mistake. Hi, Fatty. We are we are always aware of your mistakes and um, it wouldn't be a but first without an Adam mistake. Oh, well, yeah, I said you don't, I now, said don't with you wish, only don't you wish I had another friend that died this week so that I wouldn't be here? No, again? that's horrible. <laughs> Don't even say that. Well, welcome back, Fatty. We're we're not thank happy you. that you had a friend that died, but we're glad to have you back. Yes, thank you so much. Um, we're also joined by. No, I'm not going to say that. Uh, we're also joined by Faye. Hello, Faye. Oh my goodness! I wonder what that was going to be. Hi, everybody. You'll never know. You'll well, never know. It, excuse me. You forgot. You forgot uh, his title. Gray eyebrow uh, hair. Uh, tweezer remover. Yes. Oh. Mm -hmm. They're all gone, though. The grays are gone, so nothing has come back yet. So, well, you well, know, the rest of your face is gray. So, <laughs> I don't. Well, my my beard is gray. My hair is gray. Why wouldn't some eyebrows how the, hair? How about the hair in your ears and nose? Oh my lord! I have some. Okay. Uh, I don't have any gray eyebrows, <laughs> but I really I have a lot of testosterone. Uh, and it causes me to have hair all over the place, except for on the top of my head. And my eyebrows have decided to just become like alive on my face. And so now <clears throat> it's like I have to trim them. I don't know. It seems like every two days. You know who Andy Rooney is? You're gay. You're supposed to be trimming your eyebrows. Ugh. I do. No, I, I have to because they, they grow little fingers and you know, go down into my Do you eyes. I wonder and stuff. why Adam's <laughs> eyebrows are growing at an increasingly rapid rate. We're also joined but by I'm Moose Andy Rooney. Hello, Moose. Adam, it only gets worse. Trust yes. me. I trim my yes. eyebrows every week and it seems like they grow a foot a week. It's oh. ridiculous. I feel Your like eyebrows have feet. I feel like yes. I could just okay. let them go and then comb them up and then you know i would have more hair on the top of my head okay that would work. please introduce I, I, sam uh, could you um, please just yeah introduce sam? Uh, we're also joined by sam hello sam hello i also oh. plucked my first gray eyebrow hairs but i've come to peace with it since then oh good well i have you know strangely enough 
Oh, God. I'm not really concerned with my gray hair on top of my head. I'm kind of happy with any hair on top of my head. So if it's gray, brown, whatever, it's fine. But I don't really like the hairs growing out of things like nose, ears. I, you know. Yeah. All right. Any personal stories before we get started? Oh, I just want to mention um, Archer could not be bothered. And uh, we all hate him for it, but he'll probably be back next week. So we'll see. I would I would just like to say I am drinking wine in Archer's honor, but don't tell oh, him, please, that I'm drinking red wine in a white wine glass. Because <laughs> how in fact I'm gonna just have to go ahead and sign out of this. He he is such a he is up. such a wine snob. I'm like, oh, we have a we have a winery in, in my hometown. Ugh. It probably a winery in Arkansas. It probably sucks. Oh, that's uh, by a, the way, are we on the stream? We are. Yep. Oh, okay. So Archer um, may be listening to this line. He might be. Uh-huh. We have. Um, I learned a wine fact. Well, a wine glass fact this week. Oh, okay. Do tell. The one, the the saucer shaped ones, the real shallow ones that you used to see champagne in at weddings, in particular, that yes. they did the fountains in. Those are called coupes, you know, like the car, like a two-door yeah. car. Yes. But what are they for? Are they for champagne? Yes. They're for champagne. Exactly. But, yes. but now, Sparkling wine. Now, but now yes. when you drink champagne, you drink it in a flute. Yes, yeah, the we flute, decided that was better. Yeah, the flute actually allows the gas to stay in the wine a little bit mm-hmm. longer. So, uh, I, my, uh, colon is, is like a flute. <laughs> yes. We've all heard that. Okay. Okay. Well, we've let's... had plenty personal stories now. Let's get right. rolling. Right. Get it going. That's about Wednesday. Okie dokie. We are on episode 27, uh, Wednesday. That is the veto competition. We have our HOH is Tiffany. Mm. Uh, uh, is, is again, is that Tiffany again? Because yes, she was she had to do the coin flip of right. coin flip of destiny or whatever. So the plan all along has been to uh, nominate, uh, you know, the 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 paw or the the non cookout member and their pair. So Xavier and Alyssa are the nominees. Except that the cookout is mad at Tiffany for a lot of reasons because uh, because of everything that happened on the at the HOH competition. It is day fifty nine in the house at this point. Um, Zingbot comes. We get we get the Zingbot. Um, is a little bit of a tease in the opening of the show. And someone's too dim. Yes. Oh, yes. My goodness. We'll we'll get to the zings a little bit in a little bit, but let's just quickly go through all of the negotiating that's going on. Um, Alyssa wants Big D to play in her for if she gets house guest choice. Uh, I think he says, obviously he says yes. Uh, Xavier wants to force Tiffany's hand and make her put up uh, Claire. And, uh, but Big D doesn't want to rock the boat. So uh, 
I don't know. I don't know what that means exactly, but. Well, he didn't want to change. He just said he didn't want to change the nominations if he won. He said he was going to leave them the same. So. Ah, mm -hmm. yep. Right. Okay. He's very keen on winning something. Yeah. I mean, basically, basically none. I don't think any of them wanted to change the nominations because the order didn't really matter to them. They were just trying to get rid of um, Alyssa and Claire. And uh, so they did a lot of, you know, talking to various house members and them saying, oh, you know, it doesn't really matter. Um, And and Big D said, oh, I'm not going to change it. I think a couple of the other ones said they weren't going to change it as well. So there you go. So we come back from commercial, we get the K-Tel song crew. They did that little bit with all the singing music, people singing and stuff. Uh. And Mark turns to me and says, you can tell we're getting to the end of the season and they're out of content. Yep. <laughs> this was the week. Yeah. So we, so we do. Worse. <laughs> <laughs> we do the veto picks. Uh, Xavier picks a big D Tiffany gets house guests choice and chooses Hannah and Alyssa chooses Aza. Um, and then we get the Zingbot. So the Zingbot comes. Are you ready? Sing. We're ready. Oh, Alyssa, I'm, ready. I, I'm not going to, I don't have the actual, line in the joke but I'll, I'll i'm going i'm going to um paraphrase okay paraphrase please all right uh, can you do it in Alyssa. a zingbot voice <laughs> i thought you know it really sounded like sassy mcsassass didn't it that it zingbot yeah um so good to know that sassy's got some work no i'm not doing the zingbot voice i'm and always you can curious do it in post i'm always curious of two things is it the same person every year because it wouldn't matter. They're in a costume. Also, is it a separate voice from the person that's in the costume? And the person in the costume is just doing this, you know, well, this is an audio podcast, but just like doing the robot moves and someone in the studio is going, or, Hello. or maybe the robot dance. Maybe, maybe. Anyway, I don't know. It's, it's got to, the, the voice has got to be separate from the. Probably, probably. I would think, yeah, and and there was a joke that the the Zingbot this year said that he had, he or she had been, or it had been doing it for however many years. Yep. So I'm guessing the voice is the same, but the person in the suit may change from season to season. We'll never know. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, Alyssa gets uh, Alyssa for being from Florida, the Sunshine State. You are dim. And then she doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. So Proof positive. Uh, yep. I, I guess Xavier told him, told her that it means you're not bright. <laughs> well, Xavier, huh? Xavier told her he, he was like miming, like, you get it. You get it. Just move on. You know, that sort of yeah. thing. And I think Zingbot right. actually said it means you're dumb. Yes. That's right. 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 Didn't specify. Um, Xavier, uh, got, uh, we, I have a secret or I'm going to tell your secret, Xavier, you have a crush on yourself. Zing. <laughs> you well, know, it's interesting. We, we 
got a shot of him being worried that Zingbot might tell his real secret. Uh, oh yeah, uh, that he's a right. uh, yeah. It's interesting because that particular Zing, I don't recall them ever really showing a lot of edits of him looking at himself in the mirror or anything like that. And he's never shirtless. So they kind of picked a zing that the audience didn't really even know about in this case. Well, he's evidently very boring. Well, didn't the zing also include some comment about Aza? And, you know, basically, uh, Aza will never get him because he's in love with himself. Yes. So. Oh, was Uh, that Aza's? Well, there was Aza had a zing related to Xavier for sure. Okay. Okay. I could be getting this yeah. confused. You know, you, you're right. It's coming up here. Uh, Tiffany Zing was uh, for she's uh, old. Her age, she was old. Yeah, Sam, do you have the actual lines? No, I don't. No. I just remember because I, I, I dislike the Zingbot. You know, it was me. it was something like something's getting old in this house. It's Tiffany or something yeah. like yeah. that. They That's, weren't particularly good zings this season. No, they, they weren't. No. They weren't creative. It's... And, and Claire's was particularly nasty, if you ask me. It was uh, Claire, a danger. I spotted Bigfoot. Oh, it's only uh-huh. Claire. That, yeah, I that, thought that was rather cruel. Yeah. We, we don't like ad hominem attack. You know, we can attack it. We can attack a character trait like vanity. We can t- attack a character trait like being stupid, but because you can change those, but we don't attack people for who the, for what they look like. That never mind. I, I need to shut up now. Please continue. Big Derek had another gross one. It was uh, Big Derek has made a mark, a big mark in the house in the toilet. Yes. Oh. What the hell was that? <laughs> yeah. And everyone on every all the contestants were like, "Yeah, that's true." Again, another so, one we we haven't been shown. So now wait well, to verify. We don't need to be shown big <laughs> big D leaving a big a big, a big P. Yeah, a D, um, right? Well, um, I noticed that, and I thought, isn't it interesting? This is the third reference to body functions we've done on this show this season. We've decided that that's some of the new ground we're going to cover as well. Because we had Derek X being the, um, oh, the Duke of the Toilet, remember? Right. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Throne, Duke of the Throne, whatever. Anyway. And then we had Xavier's uh, Honey Bucket in the Tents. And now we have this thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, that's three. That's that's they're kind of making a point. Well, here, I mean, I come on, you you can't you can't uh, blame Big Brother. You can't say Big Brother is really an intellectual show anyway. Oh no, it's not like it's unexpected. I, you know. Oh no, I'm just saying that this is the new line this season yeah. is you know specifically bathroom stuff, which is okay. I mean, they're shooting a lot in the bathroom too this season. The bathroom is just another room in the house with showers on the side like changing rooms in cheap boutiques mm-hmm. so that's okay please continue so zingbot says this is the Aza zing zingbot says i can predict the future it's never going to happen here's what's never going to happen xavier on a date with Aza. and she was very embarrassed i think 
it's interesting that they portray her as it being very one-sided. She's a very pretty girl. So it's interesting that, you know, they, he doesn't seem to talk about liking anyone in the house. So I, I don't know if he's, well, they, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say normally, I don't know. Normally it's, I guess not, not always, but I just feel like, you know, he doesn't even address it normally. And it's, well, it's just interesting to me. on, like in the first week or two of the show or when she fell into the stuff or whatever, right before that, the week ahead of that, he had said he thought she was a very pretty woman. And, and I thought, oh, gosh, yeah, they would look so nice. Surprise. Wouldn't that be nice? You know, it'd be so pretty. Um, it, and then... He hearkened back to his like first night when he said he was not looking for showmans, not interested, blah, yeah, blah, maybe blah. that's it. And then they stopped that cold. So I, I guess they decided that didn't, you know, that that wasn't, I don't know. Yeah, that could yeah, be. he was interested and they had her falling. Remember, they had her falling into the stuff and him catching her. Yeah. No, well, and uh, yeah. That, and, and then all of a sudden it just went nowhere. Right. Okay, we got to move on. Kyland gets, <clears throat> listening to you talk is like sitting by a brook, an, endless, an endlessly babbling brook. And then Zingbot says, shut the bleep up. Everybody laughed. Okay. <clears throat> uh, and then Zingbot zaps everybody, uh, all the veto compers, comp, uh, comp contestants uh, into a viral video. They were all doing this great acting job. It was just, it was really sad. Oh my God. Ah. You know, it was bad. And this is the micro competition. <clears throat> uh, micro cocktails. They have to stack 21 coupe cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Oh, cool. <laughs> Um, so miniature little plastic cocktails like with tweezers. We've all seen this, but they're, you know, they're, they, they look like they're less than a half an inch tall, each of these little glasses. And it's, it seems to be an extremely frustrating experience. Like, uh, could you imagine doing this? Hell yes. Well, they're all, they're all shaking so much. And I feel like it's, they make it look so hard, but to me, it seems like it would be fairly easy. I mean, it doesn't look that difficult to me. But, but I think there's rules, though, that they can't touch the side of the, the set. Uh, maybe. I, don't, I mean, if you could rest your arm or your wrist on one of the, you know, on part of the box, it, it might be easier. But I, I saw a lot of not touching the, you know, the edges of the, the little set. It would have been okay. harder had they made them do a certain color order. So all of the cocktails had a had a different color or a lot of them had a different color. I thought, oh, somebody they should do it, you know, in color colors. That would have been fun. But nobody did. My thought on that was they tried that they planned that originally and it was too difficult for whatever, Maybe. You know, for whatever reason. Yeah. My other thought was finally a comp that I could have a chance at. Mm. Yes, right. It, uh, uh, so uh, we, we went through a progression of 
various people doing very well. Alyssa does very well, uh, but it falls over. Big D has only one to go and knocks it over. Uh, Alyssa, <clears throat> Alyssa, hers all fall over. So it's just building and falling down. Finally, in the end, Alyssa won the competition. So... Uh, and that was the that was the thing. The one person who should not win won. Right. Now, so great for Alyssa, bad for the cookout team. Um, uh, be, be, because uh, Tiffany, who really effed up the last HOH competition by not throwing it, and becoming the HOH, nobody wanted that. They wanted to have Tiffany and Claire on the block, but Tiffany fucked it all up, pardon my language. Um, so this causes Alyssa winning and you know potentially taking herself off the block makes Derek, Aja, and Xavier worried about who Tiffany is going to put up. Um. So, you know, there's a lot of talk about all that. But in the end, Tiffany actually does nominate Claire. And she has a really touching conversation where they're both crying. And Claire, you know what? I think Claire may have uh, put herself in the running for America's favorite with her response because she was so, I mean, she was obviously very sad, but she said in her one-on-one and, um, you know, that, she couldn't blame her and that, you know, this is, a, you know, there's never been a, a African-American winner and she understands and she thinks it sucks that it has to be her <laughs> that has to go, you know, that has to be nominated, but she couldn't be mad. I just thought she handled it very gracefully and, um, and, and I think it makes her very likable. So. It was yeah, she's not going to win. It was sad. No, she's not going to win, but I'm who Tiffany or Claire. No, Claire's not going to win America's favorite. Oh, you don't think? Well, I mean, I think no, it. I don't think so either. Which is a it shame. made her She's more really likable, though. <laughs> I think. I, I agree. Well, but the award is not for America's more likable. Well, I know, but I mean, before <laughs> before she wouldn't have been on anybody's mind, and I bet she gets some more votes for it now. Is what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, Alyssa comes down, Claire goes up, and we get a tease about a double eviction in the Thursday episode. Sam. Oh, yes, we do. And the tease is that we are going to indeed have a double episode, but first we must discuss what Julie was wearing for this double episode (laughs) event. This is interesting outfit. I think uh, Julie stole a bed sheet and put a, a little bit of lace on the top of it and wore it. This this was an awful dress for me, um, you know. But I'm beginning to realize, you know, I like her better in pants than I do dresses anyway. But uh, stilettos were gorgeous. Uh, minimal jewelry this week, you know, bracelet, uh, the cross, uh, the earrings were much smaller. Um, but God, I hated that dress. Anyway, 
Someone described the dress as if you have to go to a wedding and a funeral on the same day, you could have worn this dress. I thought it was a cross between uh, an Amish lady meets. Yes. uh, I don't know, some 1950s TV star, you know, um, well, we're talking old fashioned. What we're talking about, people people on the other end of the airwaves, is that she had this horrible horizontal panel of lace that was only about six inches wide that was running across her chest and then picked up on the sleeves in sort of an in sort of a wave kind of pattern. And so she had black on white and it looked really dumb. The dress itself was fitted very well, and her watch looked expensive, and I think she's left-handed. But otherwise, yes, I, I did not care for that, that, that black-on-white look. It, it cut her in half. It made her look short. Now, and Faye, do you have a dress like this? <laughs> this is green. You've seen it. Oh, excuse me. Um, you know, I don't even recall this dress and I didn't make any notes at all about this episode because I wasn't required to. So uh, I have no comment. A dress okay. is a dress. Yeah. A dress anyway. is a dress. So yes. So yes. I agree. The black pumps were very tasteful. So <laughs> we move on and we, we uh, have Alyssa thinking that I think I have the votes to keep Xavier safe. And then next week we can backdoor Tiffany. And then you're sitting there thinking, yeah, you know, Zingbot was right, wasn't he? Um, well, so, it's not her fault, though. Like she's, no, no, nobody knows. Well, it has been it, very clever with their mission. It is yeah. shocking. It is shocking to me that no one has figured it out. Until after they they leave, like well, no one. I mean, well, I mean they came close, but no one had a. I mean, because usually in most seasons, people find out about these, you know, these alliances. So I don't know what they've done to to be so. I mean, because it's so you know when you get down so low, it becomes very obvious that there are lots of people of color, you know, and like. No. And all the white people were voted out first, you know, except Claire and like all this kind of I mean, it seems like you would think it would become obvious at some point, but nobody. Well, the, one, the one time they were coming close that several people were coming close to piecing it together all at the same time. That was the episode where everything happened at once. Um, Derek was shocked by that beetle in the hammock and Hannah hit her head and the fire went on in the house and all of that kind of thing. That's how that had been edited. And Alyssa did say something to that effect, this either well, this episode this... or one previous. Well, she said, oh, my gosh, you guys. If Claire gets evicted, it'll be all people of color in the top seven. That's what mm-hmm. she said. <laughs> she did, yes. And, and, uh, and then she goes, wait. I'm half white. Am I going to be next? And and Big D says, no. <laughs> How can you even think that? <laughs> so she did have, I guess she did have a moment of clarity there. Big she D did. deserved an Oscar for that performance. He was so uh, just amazing. 
I really like Big D. Um, Ozzy, Big D, and X were talking about who they wanted out next when they had to start actually picking off cookout members. And Ozzy wants Kai, just boom, Kai, right away. I don't know why. Big D wants Tiff, and Xavier said he was leaning toward Tiff, but we didn't have anything uh, firm. Uh, and oh, just to remind everyone that the first three people in jury are Brittany, Derek X, and most recently, Sarah Beth. Now, we have an important plot point here for uh, the remainder of the, for, for Sunday's show. Everybody remember that Chada slash Hannah and Tiffany are having a little chit chat together. And Hannah says to Tiff that she wants to be the sympathy vote. Mm-hmm. She want, and, and, and she wants to be the sympathy vote because... Not just because she thinks that there needs to be one, but because she then wants to pin it on Kai. Okay? So just, you know, put that, put a pin in that one and we'll move on. And then we find out that we must have eviction, head of household, second nomination veto, and second vote all moving on. They didn't um, seem very surprised when Julie told them. Mm-mm. They're like, oh, yeah. They they had they had said something last week that oh yeah they knew it had to be coming up, and I think it was one of the edits where Hannah was saying, well, in case it's a double or something, oh. and indeed it was, and it was Xavier and Claire on the block, and Xavier went first, and he said something about texting Lucius for me, and Claire said she was lost for words did a big praise for Xavier and the game he played. And you could tell she knew she was going home. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Alyssa voted to uh, evict Claire. Hannah voted, voted to evict Xavier as, as she said, big D sadly voted to evict Claire and he's saying it more correctly. Now he said, Asa, I, he said, I sadly evict. He didn't yes. say vote. No. But it was better than last. It, it was yeah. better than many of the previous times. And Kai sadly voted to evict Queen Claire, and Ozza voted to evict Claire and said, "Mom and Dad, Ozza loves you." And so Claire went, and they said, "That's what I call it. We call a runner because she said, "I'll give you all hugs on finals night." Bye, basically, and just. But I was thinking maybe they told the house guests beforehand, you can't do hugs on the first evictee because we've got to get on to the other stuff would be my guess. They probably told them during commercial, we got to pick it up. Don't hug everyone. That's what I assume too. And they. uh, Now, I didn't assume that. You didn't. I I feel like I feel like that's why, because I think she would have hugged people and she didn't seem mad. Nobody was mad. They were all smiling. I think I really think they were probably told, hey, we don't have a lot of time. You got to get it. You got to get out. Yeah, I I thought so as well. I thought it was a time thing because they fit. And I thought that was pretty good because they fit all of that in. Usually when they have double evictions. It's a longer episode, or I think so. This was a normal sized episode. It was only 44 minutes without commercials, and they fit all of that into there. So, I mean, they were they were running and gunning. 
Exactly. And they even, and um, either Julie or the announcer said, everyone versus Alyssa for the new HOH. And we are going to have the first ever Big Brother Comics Week. And they're going to use comics as the theme for everything right now. And the first is crash something called Crash Boom Pow. And so what they do is they flash a picture up on the screen and everybody gets to look at it for a certain amount of time. And the picture consists of these words, crash, boom, pow. And each of the words is a different color on a different background. And then they ask you a question about like how many of this word was were picked and what word is only up there once and what word surrounded the other one. Oh my and- gosh. I suck at these kind of memory competitions because if I don't know what I'm supposed to be remembering, I can't remember. They have Mental Samurai as a as a game show they have on that's kind of a stupid premise where they like people are in this weird contraption and they move them around as they answer and they have one like that but you it's just like memorize this but you don't know whether you're going to have to know the count or the color or the it's so hard the first one was really hard for me but after that i was like oh okay and i was real happy because oh wow another one i'd have a chance at um they don't use i have noticed that this season they are not sticking to exactly the same kind of comps that they always do and they're getting a little bit away from the more physical ones but mm-hmm. anyway we move on and hannah at six out of seven correct won the hoh and they said let's give you a film a few minutes to strategize before noms and she talks to tiffany and then she talks to kai and then she talks to aza and then to big d and then to xavier and Alyssa is the last and Alyssa's like who goes up and Alyssa is pissed because she finds out that she she figures out that she's going to be one of the ones and she's like so the whole two thing and working together that was BS and she's got her feelings hurt but we also see but I didn't hear a bit of business between Hannah and Kai where actually no we do hear this one where kai's upset because he has what i think is a valid point she says i'm going to put you up with Alyssa, and he's like come on can it be someone who hasn't been up yet Ozzy and big d have neither one seen this seen the block the whole game why can't you put one of them up and i think that was a valid point yeah that I was that was after the veto though i you know i want to ask one question so why why would you not backdoor Alyssa. I guess it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, she's I guess on the block. No, no, no. I'm saying why would you so she chose uh we haven't gotten to that yet, but she chose um Alyssa and Xavier to go on the block. But I'm saying why not put two cookout members up there? You have a really good shot at a cookout member winning the veto and then put Alyssa up because the risk is if you put her up and she wins, then she could take herself down, and then you don't get all six to final six. Or you have two cookout members on there, and she wins and decides not to use it. Well, true. So there was only one person not playing in the veto comp. So, right. I mean, her, her chance of winning the veto comp was really pretty slim. 
So yeah, true. It yeah, it made sense. And Hannah put up uh, both of them and said she adore. I adore each and every one of you. This is not personal. It's just what I think. It's it's a move that I think is best for my game. And then we go to the live veto, and Alyssa leaves the stage. Uh, Kylan got to sit out by random draw. And the other six play for power of veto, and it is a 3D puzzle. And we haven't seen that many on this show, but we do see them on a different CBS show a fair bit. And they basically have big, chunky puzzle pieces that are the size of eh, basketball or more. And they have to run them from one end of the, the, the scene to the other and then build on the little stand that's set up at the other scene. And Xavier wins by a huge margin. I mean, he's just like, phenomenally ahead of the others. Like, unbelievable. Like, how many... I was hoping we would see in the following episode just how quickly he got his puzzle done and how he did it because we didn't see it and bing, all of a sudden he was done. Like, that was unbelievable. He well, was really fast. It yes. had to be quick because it was all live, so... Yeah, yeah. I guess, you know, they, they picked something they knew at least one of the players would be good at. I don't know. But so, of course, Xavier has to take himself off the block and says something sweet about, you know, Alyssa. And Kylan goes up instead. And that's the part where he's miffed because valid point. Yeah. And I actually thought it was he particularly had a good point because way back at the beginning of the season, we heard Aza say she was volunteered to be the pawn, you know, because of Brittany. What put me up instead then? You know, I know you're going to keep me safe, so put me up. And, and I think Aza would have been okay with that, even in the heat of the moment. But you'll remember from before what Hannah said to Tiffany. So moving on. Aza, uh, Kylan goes up and we have the vote and Aza says, I can't win a thing, but I can vote to evict Alyssa. Tiffany votes to evict Alyssa. Xavier votes to evict Kylan. Big D says, sadly, my best friend, my co-host, Alyssa. So it's a three to one vote. Alyssa is out. Xavier is real sad. Xavier's real, real sad. And Big D gives him a big, big hug. And that's pretty much it, except... Uh, Alyssa gets out there, air hug, air hug. And the question that Julie asks is, do you feel betrayed by anyone? And Alyssa says, yes, Hannah. Because Alyssa really believed that stuff about we were going to work together and was really counting on that because the only other person in the house at that point she had was Xavier. And so we end the episode with love one another. And we get to find out that the finale is Wednesday, September 29th, and that this Thursday is a two-hour double eviction. Ooh. Ooh. Well, so we move on then to the next, the Sunday, the Sunday episode. Uh, episode Sunday, number, Sunday, Sunday. Episode 29. Uh, this is the post-double eviction sort of uh, re, it's kind of like the replay of all the mm -hmm. negotiating that was happening during these double evictions and, and I guess right afterwards. It is day 65 in the house. The cookout, after they sent uh, Alyssa out, the cookout is celebrating um, 
rightfully so. And, um, and then we see a little package piece about how everybody thinks how great they are for coming, being able to get to the last six. I do, before you go any further, I did think it was rather touching that um, Xavier looked genuinely crushed when Alyssa, Alyssa left. I mean, he was in tears and he got a big hug from, I think, Kai. No, uh, it was Derek. Uh, Derek, Derek. Big okay. Derek. Big D. Okay. Yeah. Do we want to touch on this? This this is monumental, right? The six people of color in in charge in the house. This well, is a milestone. I think that it it was interesting that that was a fairly large group, and they they kept their mouths shut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one even knew. I mean, like no, like I said before. They just played a really good game. And, and there was uh, absolutely it, no backstabbing in that group. No. Yeah, except though, for Tiffany. Well, well I true. mean, she, the only thing, she didn't backstab anyone, I think. She just kind of was a little bit selfish for one HOH. But when push came to oh, shove. No, she was also selfish for who she picked, too, because she was supposed to put up Alyssa or put up Claire and sit up there with her, you know. Yeah, but when and push came to shove, she did what she needed to do. And yeah, that's true. And she also had words with Big D that time that we're not cut from the same cloth and all that right. kind of stuff. So there there was worked, some tension, yeah. but well, yeah, and Big D wants to get Tiffany out now. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. She's and, and his he's target. Been pretty clear. He's been very clear about that. And but despite all of these differences, despite the fact that you can tell that there are some people in that group that just don't get along real well at all, they kept that group tight. They worked together. They, they had a collective mission that they carried out successfully. It was really impressive. I was really pleased with the cohesion and the uh, esprit de corps there, mm-hmm. which I probably but mispronounced th- terribly. Isn't it interesting how humans self-select based on differences because we all we all kind of group together based on sameness a lot you know and uh and so you'll that you'll find that's you know you find that i don't know if people are are uh consciously racist but you know the white people tend to stick together and then but then what ends up happening towards the end a lot of times and this is what i think is happening now is the girls will stick together and then the guys will stick together. So again, it's it as humans, you know, playing this game, they tend to clump around sameness. And so the you know, the only way to keep that from happening, I don't even know how Big Brother would do that, but would be to make sure you have either so many different, you know, types of people represented that there was no sameness, you know, between all 18 people. I don't even know how to do it, but anyway, I just find it interesting. You can't get, I, I, I think even if you stretch it, you can't get 18 different genders. Well, no, you couldn't. That's true. Right. And, and, <laughs> but, but yes, you're echoing, you're, you're echoing the inverse of what a very dear friend of mine said long ago. Race trumps gender, but both trump position. And my friend was saying it about politics specifically. Mm. But yeah. 
Yeah. So anyway, it's just because now, you know, we the race, the race is uh, the race is over <laughs> and now we're going to gender, I, I think. So now one thing I want to specifically point out that was smart about the cookouts battle plan. They made sure they were never all six together at one time. And in fact, I think they made sure to never be more than three together at a time mm. or something. But they they early on instituted a not being together rule. And I thought that was really effing smart. Right. So I want to point that out for anybody who's planning their own secret actions for any reason. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we did see a lot of post, uh, uh, strat- I'm sorry, we saw a lot of the strategizing which was occurring during the competitions, the double eviction, um, primarily, you know, Kyland being upset about being the replacement nomination. So we saw some of the conversation that went on with all of that. Um, several little snippets, which we don't need to really go into, I don't think. Um, Xavier is now, so Xavier is now, he's ramping up, right? He killed it in that puzzle competition. And I think we're going to see a different Xavier now playing much harder. Um, basically, everybody is sucking up there. We've got the six cookout members and they're all sucking up to each other. And there's like, everyone has final twos. There's got to be like 30, 36 final twos. Well, to, in this in this house specifically kyland um has a conversation with xavier where they have a final you know he said let's have a final two he said i'd rather be next to someone who's the strongest or one of the strongest players i think that's dumb but uh anyway he says that and then but we see also that he has a conversation with tiffany and hannah and they make a final three and uh, and we know Tiffany and Hannah already had a final two. So, yeah, we've got a lot. And, you know, my prediction, if I were to predict, first of all, mm. I think I think the women are going to get picked off except for Aza. And I think our final three are Xavier, Kyland and Aza. And I think uh, Kyland and Xavier will not take each other. If given the choice, I think it will be Aza and either Xavier or Kyland. That is my prediction. Wow. Anyway. I have a I have a few things to say about that. Tiffany, uh, Hannah, Kyland's yeah. uh, three way, but we'll get to that later. Does anyone have any other comments? Yeah, I do. Uh, right after, I think this was right after. Um, the competition, Xavier seems to think that all of this is his plan. Yeah. And he's going, well, you know, this is all working out just the way I planned it. And I, I think he's. Yeah. I, he's a little I, overconfident. Yeah. I, I think he's boasting, but. I think where he's thinking it's his plan is because he thinks he's the one that held everybody together. 
he's got a big captain of the ship savior thing going on where he's the one that, you know, kept the fights under control and held the cookout together because otherwise they'd split up. And meanwhile, Tiffany is saying, hey, the basic plan was my idea. Which is true that that well, each of us take so, another person with us. But was it and so? I, correct me. Correct me if I'm I, wrong. I, was okay. it Big D that actually came up with the cookout? Tiffany came up with the strategy of having a pair, and Xavier just held everybody together. I think that's how, and that was in his mind. No one else ever said that. But I, I think Big D had the cookout idea. I well, he may have been the one that voiced it first. We've also seen a few shots of um, Xavier and Tiffany strategizing together all alone. Like, you know, now that the kids are asleep, mom and dad are going to talk. Okay, maybe. But I I think Tiffany, though, is in my mind, Tiffany is the biggest strategist of the cookout because I feel like she came up with the partner strategy and said and you you go up on the block with your partner you send your partner home that and that was i think she and did. i i would have never thought xavier was holding the group together i thought tiffany was the one holding the group together she was the one going around putting out fires she's certainly see, was, in my mind the best player see i was thinking tiffany was the most divisive one of them because i mean she is the one that got in uh big d's face and she had some conversations with with xavier that were a little negative and um she's the one that did the um the uh unexpected head of household thing i mean she's she's pretty much a renegade and if it was up to tiffany i think the group would have fallen apart long ago yeah she's a feisty firecracker yeah she's feisty but uh, nobody broke though. So, I mean, she didn't. She followed the plan except for winning HOH when she was. But honestly, I know I keep saying. I know I keep defending and her. Except for not putting Clara. Well, yeah, but I mean, of course she's. So she she was there against Kyland, and when she won HOH, the plan was to have Aza or Big D win HOH. They were both already gone. So I don't think it was quite as selfish as what everybody's making out to be because Kylan and Tiffany were both being selfish. And I feel like it, at that point, she was just like, well, it's selfish for both of us, but Big D and Aza are both gone already. Why shouldn't I win? You know, but we've hashed that over and over. Anyway, let's, let's continue. Let's, continue. let's keep going. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, uh, the, my favorite quote this this episode was when Xavier was talking about Tiffany and Tiffany was trying to backpedal on this whole Claire uh, winning the HOH and not uh, not putting up Claire in that whole scenario. And Xavier says, um, she's buttering my biscuits. <laughs> okay, so... Um, just out Every- of curiosity, when's the last time your biscuit was buttered, uh, Faye? <laughs> That's uh, confidential. Okay. Um, uh, we don't have biscuits here. We have buns in Canada. I love a buttered biscuit. Uh, my, my mother used to make biscuits from Bisquick. Have, have you ever any, anybody oh, heard yeah, of Bisquick? Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I hated those goddamn things. Oh. How anyone Sorry could like that. a biscuit. Okay. So, keep going. Please. Okay. Um, so uh, uh, we let's go to the HOH competition. Everybody is competing except Hannah, who was the last HOH. So I didn't catch the name of this particular competition. Uh, does did, did anyone get the name of it? No. The name of the competition, the guy was the Cluckster. And it was something about the evil villain. And yeah. Yeah. It was uh, odd. A, a lot of really great um, egg and chicken puns. And yes. this was, I'm pretty sure this is the actor who's been on before. He played the granny mm-hmm. who was cozying up to the big hunk. And, he's and done. he may be Zingbot. No, he doesn't have the body. He's not, not Zingbot. No, the voice. The, oh, voice. the voice. He could be the voice for Zingbot. I don't see it, but anyway, okay. All right. So I anyway, <laughs> the Cluckster. Um, uh, so you have to, this particular HOH, we see, we've seen this before. You have to retrieve an egg and work it up through this wire mesh fence. Uh, get the eggs through the fence, and then you roll it down a ramp. I don't recall this ramp being part of some of the previous egg egg competitions, but uh, you roll the egg down the ramp, and you have to knock over three of these gates or power power breakers, whatever. Um, and uh, you know, uh, completely frustrating, I'm sure, for the contestants, but it was pretty entertaining. Uh, does anyone have any comments? I, I like this one. Oh, yes. I had never seen a real egg competition on this show before. This was entirely brand really? new to me. Oh, this really? is a this is a common one. one. Repeat. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad to hear that. But um, I had never I it was all news to me. And I was like, oh, wow, that's interesting. That was the first thing. So the second thing is that yes, Kyland thought of something really smart. And that was you 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 have to use your hands and weave the egg on one side of your wire mesh up and over and then down an obstacle. And he discovered that it was faster to very carefully use gravity to get it down the other side by dropping it a few squares instead of weaving. And he saved himself lots of time on that part. I thought that was really smart. I agree. And again, I thought it was interesting that this was a competition that that was not necessarily, you had to be tall, you had to be strong, you had to have incredible endurance. Although I did notice that people were taking breaks. It was that tough. It was was, uh, interesting to me that he had made uh, a, a, a top final three deal with Tiffany and Hannah and Tiffany made the comment that she was okay with Kylan winning because she had a final three with him, but she didn't realize he already had another deal with someone else because now I don't know if that prevented, I mean, I don't know if she was relaxing because she thought she was safe or because, or if she's just saying, Oh, well, if he wins, you know, whatever. But you know, if she wasn't playing quite as hard because she was okay with him winning, then that might have been a mistake. We'll find out. I don't think she wanted to win this one. 
I don't think she wanted to be the person to put the first two of the cookout up. Maybe, but that might be a mistake. Now, on this three-way, Moose, did you have something to say? Oh, I'm fine. Okay. On this three-way final three, Kylan, Hannah, and Tiffany, they, it seemed just a little bit like a mafia uh, agreement here where the two girls were like, okay, uh, you're going to be in our, our alliance, whether you like it or not, because you don't have a choice. And, I, I mean, we find out kind of later that Kylan didn't really buy it, but he said he was buying it. Well, I don't know if he's the – I feel like a couple of different times in this house – People have agreed, air quotes, to be in alliances, but not really. Like, they never really said, oh, yes, I want to be in this alliance. They just kind of were there. And and by not saying no, everyone took them to as it. Because I don't think Kylan ever said yes. He, I think he said, oh, that's a good name or something like that when they were naming it. Oh, is that going to be the name? But I don't think he ever said, sounds good to me. Yeah, let's do it. I think he just said... Oh, what's the name? Oh, that's a good name. And I think that was what they took as his acceptance. I don't right. remember so, the name. I don't the remember con the artists. name. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Kylan has done this before where I think Brittany was pitching him uh, some fantastic idea. And and Kylan says, oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, and yeah. Brittany took that to mean he's in, right? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, Kai Kai is very good at the use of the slippery language. Yes, he and should be the lawyer. Yeah, and speaking of language, I wanted to point out that there was a bit of dialogue ahead of time that that I enjoyed very much, and it was Big D with Xavier, and it makes me wonder whether what what the agreement that those two have had since perhaps day one or week one. But Big D was saying, if it's something you can, throw it to me and I'll put up Tiff and Hannah. He would just had no problem. He was like, no, if it's something that you can, throw it to me and I'll put them up. Big D did totally not mind getting that blood on his hands, at, to use the phrase that, you know, our, our right. colleague there hates. <laughs> now, so the only thing about this competition with the egg and the ramp, I think I saw the flaw of the contestants was they were just reefing that ramp they were putting too much angle on that ramp causing the eggs to accelerate wildly out of control and if they would have like actually Derek big Derek had a good um uh strategy in sort of rolling an egg forward and if it didn't go where he wanted it he'd bring it back and start again so the key, I think the key with this egg challenge is to be very careful with your acceleration and, and the angle of your ramp. With your egg acceleration? Yes, exactly. So in the end, um, Kyland is trying to throw the competition to Big Derek because he knows Big Derek really, really wants it. Uh, but I guess he just can't wait any longer. Uh, so he, Kyland wins the HOH and becomes the HOH. Um, and then he pokes his own eye out with the key in the, but in the diary room. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, and here it is. And it slaps him in the face. (laughs) 
And then we see a, a bit of sad sort of uh, Big Big D and Aja are sort of licking their wounds because they've been able to preserve their streak of not winning a single competition. Do you think at this point, Aza and Big D are just like, well, might as well enjoy the ride. We're obviously not winning, <laughs> but <laughs> maybe they'll take us to the finals because we haven't won anything. Right. Well, and I, I think Sam mentioned earlier, the, the competitions are not as athletic this year. So it's, it's kind of an, a, you know, it's a level playing field on a lot of these. Yeah. I feel like they've only done one endurance and I've seen them do multiple endurance in previous seasons. Uh, Right. You know, other things. So yeah, you're right. I mean, they're, they're do seem to be less. It's well, and the two that they did were not necessarily something where you had to be that strong. They did the wall. Which they do, you know, the wall is classic. I've seen that one like several times already. And they did the uh, ropes swinging around. Mm -hmm. And the ropes one, I think it has to do more with your balance and your core strength overall. Because once you start slipping, you're going to slip. But if you can keep your balance, you're all right. And that's the, but anyway, yeah, I I was stunned at how poorly those two have been doing because a lot of this was not, you know. Well, you know, and it doesn't even seem like the two of them are really playing. If that, like, it just seems like they're there hanging out. You know, I mean, you don't ever really see Aza having strategy. Conver- you don't really see Big D talking strategy at the beginning of the season. He was just taking naps all the time. You know, he wa- I so believe I at the end of the season, well, maybe he's so. taking naps all the time. So it's like they're just like, oh, I'm on Big Brother. You know, well, I, I don't know. The ones that had the colorful, interesting stories. Big D is the son of a famous person. And Aza is the daughter of an interesting person or the granddaughter of an interesting person. Oh, of a king or a prince or something, right? Or some, yeah, something like that. So, yeah. They're, they're they're sort of and and yeah. Maybe she doesn't need money if she's a granddaughter of a like a sultan or a king or something. She probably yeah. oh, that reminds me of of something I noticed. And speaking of needing the money, that X Xavier is focused on winning for the money specifically. He mentions it by name and amount a lot in the diary room and how he's going to amp up his competition, et cetera, et cetera. Kai, on the other hand, is all about being the best and sitting next to the best. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was interesting. And I suspect that's because I got the impression that Kai also comes from money. Uh, Big Fatty, you had some comments? I did. I don't remember. Okay. Okay. So Kylan has won the HOH. They all come into the house. Kylan strangely lays down on the kitchen counter. Yes. That was very weird. What is up with that? Well, Um, maybe maybe they were going to do body shots or something. I don't know. No, I do that with Kylan. Hello. You don't know uh, what a body shot is, Sam? Oh, yes. I know what body shots are. Okay. You take a shot off of a body. 
Yes, okay. yes, you, you know. Okay. Yeah, I, I had a friend who part-time waitressed in undergrad. And, oh. and she used to get mega tips because she was stacked. Well, there you go. Well, yeah, you put the, the, the shot in the cleavage and get, you know. Or, or you pour the shot on their body and lick it off. Well, yeah, you can do that too. Yeah, we did that uh, last weekend at, at the um, Porn Star Weekend at the Horror Hotel. Oh, did you have that? Oh, good for you guys. I didn't do it, but okay. <laughs> of course not. No. Let okay. us carry no, on I'm before we're taking this way way afield. Yeah. Please, get back, we get don't want to. We don't want to think about anybody's scrotum being stretched into a uh, shot glass. Okay. Uh, uh, so Kylan and X. So this is a very interesting episode because we see Kylan has this three way with these two girls, <laughs> and then. He also has this uh, final two with Xavier. And through this whole episode, we're not really seeing where's, where is Kylan's true allegiance? Is it with the, the two girls or with, with Xavier? And he says to Xavier, I'm going to put up the two girls. And my thought was like, I think he's just saying that and he's going to backdoor Xavier. And... And, but it turns out, um, we go to nominations and the nominations are Tiffany and Hannah. And his, his speech talks about the broken trust that I guess Tiffany, Tiffany has broken the trust of the, of the six. And that's why he's putting her up. And Hannah is the, a vote for Tiffany that he can't afford comments. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't I, surprised. I think I was not at all surprised. Okay. I think, big. Wait, just everybody big fatty. Go ahead. Yeah. I wasn't surprised. Okay. Adam. Well, I wasn't surprised, but I think it's, I think it's stupid to put up Tiffany and Hannah I think you, unless you're planning on backdooring Xavier, because I think, I think Xavier is the one that needs to go first because he's so good at winning competitions. And I think if you have a chance, you need to get rid of him. I think Tiffany is the next strongest player, but I think she's easier to beat in a competition. And so, and, and I think it's really stupid if, if uh, Kyland is really serious about taking Xavier, Xavier to the final two because he's surely going to beat him if he does. And so I think they should get out Xavier first, even, no matter how mad they are at Tiffany, all these people. See, but, I'm looking at from the standpoint that I think Xavier and Kylan could potentially win every comp from here on out. And they could just trade off HOHs till the end of the show. They could, but then that means Xavier wins. I think for Kylan, it's a stupid decision not to try to get Xavier out. But I think Kylan genuinely wants to sit next to the best. Daniel says and hello. Quite, Daniel in the chat room says hello, but he knows Adam does not read the chat room while he is doing his right. serious podcast. Um, so. the, the other thing is... Um, what was the other thing? 
Have you to go to bed? No, I, no, the, I I have already taken them. The, uh, Kylan has won much more stuff than Xavier has. He has a stronger resume. So I'm, I'm not so sure Xavier beats Kylan if it's the two of them sitting there. Okay, Sam, go ahead. I agree. I think um, Kylan really does want to sit next to the strongest player and is doing it to prove something and thinks he can, in fact, beat Xavier. And I think that's also quite a possibility. I I think that would be fun to watch. I think we probably are going to watch it. It's going to be very pretty. Um, However, I think that um, it would be interesting. It would be really great TV if Kylan did decide to backdoor Xavier, but I don't see it happening in part because Kylan um, has grudges with both of those people right now. He and Tiff were at loggerheads earlier before the HOH, and he definitely thought that she should have, you know, he was that that basically the plan was that if Ozzy and Big D fell, he was supposed to take that one for whatever reason. I don't remember why, but I remember a little bit of editing about it. And he was being, he was fairly miffed while they were all still up there covered with slime that, that she was doing that. So he's mad at her for that. And he's mad at Hannah for not putting up Aza or Big D on the second elimination veto as the pawn. Okay, so that draws to a close the Sunday episode, I think. So yep. uh, typically this is where we get into spoilers and I'm going yes. to terminate before we leave. Well, terminate, before, terminate. I have one, it's not a spoiler, but it's a, a bit of news. Uh, it was announced, I think, today that Celebrity Big Brother is coming back in, uh, the, well, they didn't announce a date, but probably in February. Uh, you mean February? February. Uh, and uh, Julie will be hosting that. So this will be the first time in, well, since it was. 2018 and 19 and then it wasn't in 20 and it wasn't this year so 22 yep there will be apparently it got some ratings if they're bringing it back so well well what else celebrity watch in february celebrity big brother with the one with ross matthews was like one of the most favorite seasons i've ever seen it was a big i really enjoyed that a lot yeah, Ross and Marissa were fun to watch. To I, I liked them. But, yeah. And and uh, was that Omarosa season as well? Omarosa, yeah, Omarosa, uh, possibly. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, anyway. no, I think she was the first year. Maybe the only one I've seen was the one where we had somebody's mother. Hmm. Oh, okay. it was. Uh, yeah. I can't remember, but Dina Lohan or and yes, yes. yes. and He's the Lohan. other the yes. other bit of news is uh, on the twenty second Survivor debut. Right, right. So, okay. So, just speaking about timelines and things, I will now announce uh, that I will not be available for 
any of the other recordings of the, the Big Brother podcast, uh, the But First pod, podcast, except possibly the first week of October. If we're doing a final show, I can I, I can attend the, <laughs> the first week of October. Um, so I would just like to say in closing that this has been one of my the best seasons in the 23 seasons. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I've skipped two or three, but I've been a Big Brother fan since the very beginning. And the first two or three uh, seasons were really kind of very interesting because it was all very new and interesting. But uh, since then, they've been kind of, oh, my God, I got to watch another episode of Big Brother. Right. You know? um, so this, this, the whole concept of the, uh, the, the team making, the four, you know, the four card stock teams yes. they made super interesting and this whole a lot of the concepts that have appeared in this version of big brother have been have really made the game uh really fun to watch so it's been a great season for me i've appreciated it and big brother has appreciated you yeah i was gonna say we've appreciated you as well so uh <laughs> big brother not us <laughs> well well, on that note, <laughs> thanks, Big Fatty. And thanks for having me on your show, Adam and Fatty. Uh, so, Well, Fatty I'll... will have anybody, so you're welcome. That's true, yes. <laughs> well, no, Faye will have anybody as witnessed his first year in Vegas where Whatever. he just left, the, left his door open. Oh, and, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so you can find me on the Pink Wheel Nuts podcast, www.pinkwheelnuts.com I am the Fade Driver I'm going to record an episode tomorrow and tell you all about my job Ooh. and selling the electric car Oh, Aww. you can do the you just retired there. you just retired it, honey, a year it's, ago it's, it's, a, it's a one day job okay <laughs> it, one day don't, don't ruin my big tease I'm trying of to course, do a jewelry forever of course, people people retire and then they get jobs as, you know, mall greeters and right uh, announcers at porn events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, so one day you're going to be old too. Who me? Me? No, I think she's Adam, talking it. I'm old now. Hired mall greeters. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I, I guess people do get jobs after they retire. That's all I'm saying. Just remember, for, when we're all gone. It's just you. Yeah, that's right. It's for the it's for the communal good. It's for the anyway. Well, I may be okay. Find out. Look, I may be the youngest the on show. this call, but I'm certainly not young. Uh, when I when I go to Harps Grocery Store here, and it's all like 18 year olds, uh, you know running the cash registers and doing all that stuff, it makes me feel old. So we all and feel old in one way or another. Sir, do you qualify for the uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. citizen discount? Well, Sonny. Hey, I oh. got my first senior citizen discounts this month, and I think it's just spiffy. I love I being past 50. I love it. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm out of here. Oh, Bye. Faye's leaving. They're clapping. Okay. Bye, Faye. Thanks. Bye. All right. What's the okay. spoiler? We got to get out of here. Couple, couple of spoilers. Um, uh, as far as the 
the uh, power of veto goes, uh, Kylan wins it. Oh, well, then Tiffany's going home. So, and uh, that there have been no updates online since one o'clock this afternoon Pacific time. So, I don't know. I mean, this is the time of year where there's nothing going on, but they must be uh, doing something big for the double, the two hour uh, show. Yeah, there are two eliminations, but they can do that in one hour. So, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be lots of jury house stuff, but, and, you know, it was Big Brother Comics week, but... And we hadn't seen the Big Brother comic, so I don't know if that was the um, the uh, power veto competition or what. So I don't know. Daniel says, "Isn't CBS the Tiffany Network?" He doesn't think it they would. He he doesn't think they would allow anyone named Tiffany to go home. I must not be getting it. I That's don't get what, what he means. Oh, it used to be called the Tiffany Network? Mm-hmm. Well, it was kind of a nickname. It was kind of... Um, oh. It was, you know, kind of like the gold standard. Oh, the okay. Tiffany Network. All right. Oh, because CBS was the Tiffany of the broadcasting world? Yes. Yes. Hmm. Oh, that's even before my See, time. CBS used to uh, come in a little robin egg blue box. All the programs would come that way. Oh, great. All right, um, Moose, where can we find you? Uh, Moose P on the Twitter. All right, Sam, where can we find you? Sam and the H on the Twitter. Oh, I keep kicking things and hitting things. Fatty, where can we find you? Well, uh, you can find me here at the villa. And, uh, great. Um, you can find me at geekygay.com. You can find us at buttfirstpodcast.com. And you can find many more LGBT and LGBTQ plus friendly podcasts at pride48.com. And from outside the Big Brother house, I'm Adam Burns Moonves. Good night, everyone. show is a proud member of the pride 48 podcasting network check out more great shows at pride 48.com